people need an income that's guaranteed to them. If you lose money to taxes, you're never getting that money back. You need to get serious about adding some lower risk. Greed. I don't like greed. The thing to be afraid of, honestly, is the thing that we're not thinking of, the black swan event. There's a tsunami coming. Bye, bye, bye. Welcome to Retirement Coffee Talk with Sharice Rivers. Just coffee talk. There's a lot of noise, a lot of chatter. Who do you listen to? Who do you not listen to? You have to stay focused. A fun and informative look at the issues of wealth, retirement, and protecting your life savings. These advisors out there that were trained to sell, 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 and have all these fees, fee, fees, they don't want to talk, talk, talk about this product because <laughs> they make less, less, less money. And now, Retirement Coffee Talk with Sharice Rivers. Hello again. Happy New Year and welcome to Retirement Coffee Talk with Sharice Rivers at Zinnia Wealth. My name is Randy Cook and we are here once again to start out a brand new year with some great financial advice, have a lot of fun and help you plan for that thing called retirement. Sharice, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. All the Christmas decorations are down and... <laughs> My house is boring again. <laughs> oh, come on. Your house is never boring. I got the videos from New Year's Eve and you playing, uh, you know, tip the cup and doing all the kind of stuff with your kids. That was fun. We, Yeah, we, we had game night and we, we the goal was from 8 o'clock to play a game every hour on the hour. And then the 10 o'clock hour went to like 11.15. So it's like, okay, they're like, okay, let's, let's not play a game in the last 45 minutes. And so it was fun. My daughter is so competitive and so is my son. My son just came out of the woodworks and turned out to be the champion of the night. Gee, I wonder where they got that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's funny. It could that's be funny. me not letting them win when they were kids until they won. Yeah, I don't know. That, that has its advantages there. They get competitive, don't I they? I might have messed them up. <laughs> <laughs> All parents say the same thing. And then kids say the same thing on the couch with a psychiatrist later in life. Yeah, my mm. mom messed me up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she didn't let me win checkers enough when I was five years old. <laughs> All right. Well, we want to give you the advantage this year when it comes to retirement planning. And maybe you're listening for the very first time and we welcome you because this is a show about planning for retirement. Maybe you're a couple of years out. You wonder what you're supposed to be doing. And maybe 2024 is your year, but you haven't sat down and talked to anybody about it yet. So that's why we are here every week here on the radio and offering our help. You can find us online at zinniawealth.com, Z-I-N-N-I-A, wealth.com, or give us a call at 833-368-3680. All right, got an interesting question to start the show today. Many times on the show we'll say, how much money do you need to retire? Very common questions out there on surveys all the time. These people at Empower decided to twist that question a little bit and say, how much money do you need to be happy? Mm. So baby boomers overall said about $124,000 a year. That's what I need to be happy. Now, if you ask a millennial how much they need to be happy, the answer comes back at a half a million dollars. <laughs> half a million dollars. That's Jeez. what they need every year to be happy. Okay. Well, wow. that's that's a whole nother show, I think. We're doomed. <laughs> all right. So let me ask you this. You see people come in with all different kinds of wealth. Mm -hmm. How much do they need per month on average, do you see? I know it's going to vary, but yeah. on average, how much are people, are they are they trying to get six, eight, ten thousand dollars $10,000 a month? What are we talking about here? My goodness, that is such an open-ended question because are we talking about on their bills or their travel and fun stuff? Probably for everything. <laughs> I mean, everything. what about what do I have to bring home in retirement? What is there an average number that you can think of? Um, I would say the average 
income need if you're traveling, especially in your go-go years, the first 10 years. And if you have a mortgage paid off and you don't have debt, people like to hit that 70 to $80,000 gross number mm -hmm. um, if they don't have the overhead like that. So that's why it's important to take the inventory. Do you have a mortgage? Because if you had a mortgage, that number would have to be higher, right? If you plan to spend more money during your go-go years, the first 10 years when you retire and you're the healthiest. And, but then I have gotten plenty of people who've come in with plenty of money that have a nice little security check, a pension, and they don't really need to touch their money because I said, Sharice, we're not really, we're not travelers. Mm -hmm. We're going to sit here and grow a garden and do certain things. I, I get it all different types of people. So it really depends on what your needs are and if you've paid off your debt or not. And, you know, are you going to travel? And when you travel, is it going to be lavishly? Are we going to do first class? Are you going to get a suite on a cruise or a balcony? So all those things do matter when we're creating those plans for people. And as I, my daughter would say, Randy, uh, money does not uh, buy happiness. It can buy happiness for a very short amount of time. She's like, um, cause it's joy that you want in your life. And I, cause I read the script to her and she laughed and she said that. So again, money does buy you time and convenience. It takes a lot of, um, stress off the plate when you're yeah. trying to figure out where your paycheck's going, which can lead to being happy at, at that month, right? You paid all your bills. You went on your trip, right? Um, but you say that all the time. Is yes. it, why trade the stress of work for mm -hmm. the stress of retirement? And this is one of the things that we talk about. If we can develop that paycheck for you where you can, you, you've got everything covered and then you can do the things you want to do, that can create some happiness and joy in retirement. It really does. And the, when you're leaving work or let's say you're, you're managing, you're retired and you're managing your own money, you know, are you happy managing your own money? Do you feel like you're doing a good job? If you're doing a great job, you're probably pretty happy. If you're saying, gosh, I keep messing up, Sharice, and you're not happy. Mm -hmm. So um, don't trade the stress of work for the stress of retirement. And it's okay to reach out and talk to somebody. It's okay to reach out and talk to a financial advisor in your area. Um, and I always say interview a few financial advisors and find that one that's just right for you because we're, we all have a different take here, mm -hmm. right? And we're all going to do something different and, uh, just make sure you're very balanced and make sure you have your income buttoned up and secure. And then you can invest the rest if you wanted to, right? Just don't mess up with the income checks that you need on the daily. Cause the last thing you want to be doing is telling your spouse that, uh, we can't book a trip for the next three or four mm. years because the market crashed and we lost 40 or 50%, right? And you don't want to be pacing up and down the hallway saying what it could have, should have. So it's free to call us. You know, it doesn't cost you anything to call us. This is a great time of the year. It's time to consider your health and your fitness. And it's also your wealth. And are you, are you set and or are you trying to get set? Ready, set, go. We're <laughs> January. So give us a call. We'll at least give you a second opinion and and see what we can do and make sure you're on track. 833-368-3680 is our number. And you can also find us online at zinniawealth.com, Z-I-N-N-I-A wealth.com, and book that complimentary retirement consultation. That is free, of course. Just getting a real good look at where you are, what you've done, and what does that mean for you in the future as far as a paycheck is concerned. And, Sharice, you threw that number at me. Seventy dollars to $80,000 a year is kind of common. So that mm -hmm. would be five dollars to $6,000 a month. So let's just use that as an example here. 
how many times when you arrive at that number, whatever it is, mm -hmm. and then you do the evaluation, you do the analysis, you go in there and say, okay, this is what your savings will get you per month. How many times do you find a gap and how do you fill that gap? You know, I find a gap quite often, actually. So sometimes we have to buy income to cover the gap. Mm -hmm. If if you're needing six to seven thousand dollars a month for the next thirty years, and you haven't saved enough, the strategy is to buy more income, and there's a way to do that because you're looking for income checks, and we're just trying to get you that six to seven thousand dollars a month, right? If that's your number. And um, there's lots of different tricks of the trade to do it. Uh, there's ways to do it with fees, ways to do it without fees. Um, but you want to make sure that you know if there's a gap now versus five years from now or 10 years from now, because it will cause a domino effect if you're overspending and there is a real true gap there and you don't realize it because you're going to get to a point to where you're just like, hey, my accounts are really going down. My million dollars is 700 how is that possible? You know, and, and you're not even realize we're, we're spending incorrectly or from the wrong accounts, et cetera. So it's, it's important to know whether or not you need to buy this extra income check or not. And, or if we can just invest it and just take the money right off the top of that mound you saved. Right. So there's so many different ways to go about it, but what you need is that second opinion to make sure that you don't have a gap. And if there is, we're going to show it to you and we're going to show you how to fix it. Yeah, this is one of the great things I think comes out of that consultation is what does what I've saved get me and all the things that I want to do, is that enough? And if it's not, you've got a gap and let's fill that gap. Is it doing something better with Social Security? Is it doing something with your 401k? Is it, uh, is it downsizing your home? All sorts of different things that we can talk about that will get you more income in your retirement years. And it's a simple phone call. 833-368-3680 is our number, or ZinniaWealth.com, and click the gold box there that says Complimentary Retirement Consultation. All right, so Cherise, bear with me here now. I'm going to do something right now on the show that every single financial show is doing right now. But when I do it, I don't want you to say a thing. And if you try, I'm going to turn off your microphone, okay? Okay. <laughs> so everybody right now has got predictions of what's going to happen mm. in 2024. This is one of them from Fox Business. I think probably sometime late first quarter of next year, second quarter, we're going to have a severe correction in stocks. It will be a viable dip. There will be deflation, but deflation will be just what we need after the big inflation. Now, don't say a thing. Okay, huh. now. Listening to that, hold that thought. Mm -hmm. I'm watching an interview with Jordan Belfort, and Jordan Belfort was the guy from Wolf of Wall Street. He was the one who Leonardo DiCaprio played. He was on the Tucker Carlson show, and he was talking about Wall Street. Here's what Jordan Belfort says about that guy who was just talking. I don't know if the stock market's going to go up, down, sideways, or around in circles for the next five years. I mean, how do you don't know? Anyone tells you they know that is lying to you. So to sit there and try to watch the news and trade against like what's happening in the economy and what's happening in the world is a fool's errand. Okay. Now we can talk. <laughs> you say on the show at the beginning of every show, there's a lot of noise out there. And yeah. there's a lot of noise right now doing exactly what that guy just said. How do we sift through it? How do we throw out the good stuff for the bad stuff? Or do we listen to it at all? How are we supposed to handle all this? Oh, so stressful. So stressful. <laughs> Listeners, I know how stressful that sounded. 
because it's a lot to take in because we are all worried. We, the people across the country, we are all worried about, you know, what's going to happen this year. We hear all these naysayers that the market's going down, um, that we're about to be in this recession. It's looming. It's going to happen very slowly, but it's happening. And we're in election year. I mean, interest rates are changing in direction, <laughs> war. I mean, there's there's so much noise out there. And I, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to have to vouch for both of them because, yeah, there, there, there's some problems in our system, right? And we need to protect ourselves because we don't know when the crash is going to come. Mm-hmm. It could be here in six months. It could be after the election. It could be two years. It could be three years. I sound like the second guy, right? Yeah. We don't know because... It's very hard to control it um, if it's being controlled, if you all know what I'm saying at this point. Um, And sometimes things are controlled um, just to make them last longer. So I want the listeners to understand this. You should really, truly be ignoring the noise, the good noise and the bad noise. If you're paying that much attention, then I fear you're going to make emotional decisions, Mm -hmm. maybe rash decisions. Um, because what if you listen to the first guy and he's saying a oh, market's going to crash here, at, you know, after the second quarter or, you know, a big, big decline takes place or after the first quarter, but it doesn't. So you're, you're, you're trading on bad information because somebody is being a fear mongler, mm-hmm. even though it could be true because we are getting closer to these scary seasons, right? We're, we're overdue. And so wh- what I have to say about this is if you are nearing retirement, if you are especially three years before retirement, we talk about the retirement red zone all the time and three years, you are really in the hot zone and you're going to retire in three years for you guys. You need to be extra cautious. Cause I know a lot of you are trying to like rush and try to make as much as you can and have more risk. And in this, you know, six month, the three year timeline of that market crashes, you're not going to be retiring in three years. Right. Um, if you're getting ready to retire this year, you want to make sure that the the following three to five years will not be detrimental to your income streams. And I'm afraid for a lot of listeners out there, a lot of people out there that are not paying attention to where their actual dollars are, Randy. If you're in a 60-40 portfolio, you're going to probably lose at least 30%, right? Mm. You know, uh, maybe 40% depending on the bonds and the equities positions, right? And if you can't afford that, because remember, when the market goes down, you shouldn't take any money out of your accounts. And if you're living on those dollars right now, even bonds go down during market crashes, by the way, if you're living on those dollars, you can't. This is how people run out of money. So what is the plan? What is the game plan? And this is what we do at Zinnia Wealth Management. The advisors, all of us, we get together. We're talking about the game plan. What's our game plan for the clients for this next season coming around? How are we going to change up? this or that? How, what are we going to sprinkle in to try to, you know, beat inflation and get through this next potential recession? So we're talking about those things. And so you have to take inventory and you need to make sure that your short-term dollars that you need to live on right now are not in the stock market. And so it's very important that you remember those very words and it's okay to have money in the stock market for the long term. But if you need to live on some dough here in the next, you know, two to five years as a market crash, just make sure we button up those dollars, put them in something that might be averaging three to five, maybe even 6%. And then make sure those income checks continue to come to us during that time period. So we don't make those irrational 
and emotional decisions because when you need your money and you all remember this, especially the ones that are retired, you remember when you needed your money to pay bills or get your kids through college. And sometimes we sold at a bad time in the stock market because we, we were afraid it was going to keep going down and we needed that money. It maybe just to pay the light bill the next month, whatever it was, we don't want to be in a position like that. Cause that's how we make bad decisions. That's how we lose. It's a lose, lose scenario. So come in and see us. We'll work up that incredible income plan that people just brag about after they walk out of our doors after the second appointment. And we'll show you if you're in harm's way, we'll show you if there's a gap, we will show you what you need to do to protect yourself for the next five years and, and how to manage that, especially if you need your money or if you're getting ready to retire. Well, Sharice has used the term in the past, the all weather portfolio, whatever's going to happen. If it's an up market, I succeed. If it's a down market, I'm not going to get hurt. I can still succeed. Let's build you that kind of a portfolio. Give us a call at Zinnia Wealth, and let's just talk through it and just do the math on your retirement, as Sharice would like to say. A complimentary retirement consultation. You can find it on our website. There's a big gold box there, ZinniaWealth.com, Z-I-N-N-I-A Wealth.com. Click on that button. You'll be on your way. Or you can give us a call right now. Reach out to us, 833 833- 368-3680. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about your 401k. That's coming up next on Retirement Coffee Talk. And welcome back to Retirement Coffee Talk with Sharice Rivers at Zinnia Wealth. Online, find us, zinniawealth.com. And while you're there, you can tool around the website, find out a lot about what Sharice does. And one of the things that she does on a very regular basis, and we're starting up again in 2024, is something called Zinnia U. And what we talk about there is everything retirement related. You're going into retirement. Maybe you're already in retirement and you've got questions. Where should my money be? I've got questions about mutual funds. I've got questions about ETFs. I've got questions about taxes. I've got questions about Medicare. A lot of questions out there, and Cherise, that's what you do. You answer those questions and and just really give the benefit of all that you've gone through and your clients have gone through to people who probably haven't gone through it yet. I highly encourage people coming to our classes because it really wraps everything up in a nice little package, and we put a little bow on the top of it because you're hearing us talk about things on radio. You're connecting dots, but they're not quite connected and if you don't listen to radio and you're telling people about our classes, it, it just, it really solidifies all those things that you're wondering about. Mm-hmm. What are the new law changes with the taxes? Can I roll my IRAs to a Roth if I'm 55 years old? Um, what are my fees? I can't ever get a real answer on what my fees are. And we break down all the fees of every investment under the sun. You know, Social Security, do I need to worry about Social Security, Sharice? Do I, do I need to take it now or can I wait later like I intended? Or is the Social Security going to go bust? We're going to talk about that. What else? Long-term care. Do you need it? Do you not need it? We're going to go through who needs it, who doesn't need it, and why. And the, the ultimate estate plan, you know, wills, trust, probate, the asset protection trust, do you need one? There's so much that goes into this two-hour class that will just open your eyes to things that you probably haven't heard of or considered and why it's important. 
take the benefit of a lot of people who've been through this before you and uh, some of the things that you might want to watch out for, and Sharice can give you a, a heads up on all of it. Give us a call or give us a look on our website, 833-368-3680, or the best way to do it is go to our website, zinniawealth.com, hit events, and you'll be on your way. There's a calendar right there. All right, let's talk about 401ks for a second. The people at GoBankingRates.com did a study, and it came out with this statement. A well-managed 401k should be sufficient for a comfortable retirement. Now, I thought to myself, well, if somebody walks in with $200,000 in their 401k, that might not be enough. But if somebody walks in with a $2 million 401k, maybe that is enough. But the fact of the matter is, can you get through retirement with only a 401k. That's where all your money is. Is that possible or is that enough, Sharice? Well, well, the 401k is not a plan. It's not a retirement plan. It's more just a pot of money that you've saved in a target retirement date fund. Okay. So whether you have 200000 in there, a million dollars, two million, it doesn't matter because what you need to do is figure out what is your plan. If you're getting ready to retire and you have $200,000 in a 401k, well, what's the plan? How much of that do you need to spend? How fast, right? But if you have a million and we do the same thing with you and we say, well, how much do you need to spend? What's your inventory? What's your liabilities? Nevertheless, we want to make sure the plan is right. And then we can figure out if you've saved enough, but we want to make sure not all of our money is in a 401k, right? When we retire, number one, we always want to roll our 401ks and our TSPs and our 457 plans, all those plans over to an IRA because you can't create a plan with a 401k, Randy, number one. To create a plan, number one, you need to work with a retirement planner. And then from there, they will help you uh, dictate on, okay, we're going to put it in an IRA and part of your plan to make sure that you don't outlive your money based on everything that you're telling me. We're going to put a little here, a little here, and a little bit here. So the problem with the 401k is it's a small menu and there's nobody really, there's nobody managing it. Just you, you're dumping your money in and you're getting a match and that's it. There, it's, it's like a boring 60-40 portfolio, but Well, it worse. doesn't give you income. That's the key here. I mean, you and I have had this discussion in the past. Who would you rather be, the person with a million dollars in their 401k or a person who has an $80,000 a year pension? Give me the pension because right. there's no risk there. I get a paycheck out of it. And the 401k is at risk in the market because all that money's in mutual funds. And there's a lot of downsides to that. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking at it that way, no doubt. Um, I, you know, for me, there's nothing better than an $80,000 pension check. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know those checks are going to show up no matter what once I start collecting it. But that's what now, you're trying to create with the 401k is that pension plan, right? That's a good point, Randy. Yeah. That is a great point because... The 401k isn't a plan. Yeah. It's an instrument. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like um, a part of a car, right? In a car, you have different parts. And it doesn't work unless you get the oil going, you get the gasoline in it. And then for it to continue to work, it needs some tune-ups, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. in a 401k, you don't get any of that. And so first and foremost, starting to figure out what the plan is, how much are we going to spend, do we have debt, do we want to pay it off first, we move those 401ks to something that's more income driven because 401ks do not produce income. It's just an investment, right? Which means now we roll it to an IRA. Maybe we put some in some CDs, some treasuries, maybe, I don't know, some stocks if you still want them, some dividend producing stocks. If you're saying, you tell me, Sharice, I am so 
risk adverse. Honestly, Sharice, I don't want to take any risks and we're going to have a total different plan for you, but we're going to create income checks and income makes the world go round and you leave your employer, you walk out that door and you receive your very last paycheck. We want to make sure that those paychecks continue for the, the rest of your lives, but we have to have that plan in place and we want to be methodical about it. And we really want to be balanced. You know, we don't want to haul all of our eggs in one basket Um, Just in case we need some leverage in our portfolio, people don't use that word enough, but when the market goes down, where's our leverage? So we don't touch those dollars that just took a big dive in the market. Where's the leverage? Is it a CD? Is it treasuries? Is it annuities? Where's that extra cash flow you can live on while the other dollars that took loss climbs its way back out of that hole, right? So the plan is key, number one, and I don't know how anybody retires without that plan. Well, we need management of our money in our retirement years. There's a difference between putting the money in and then taking the money out. And that's what you're going to be doing in your retirement years. So let's have a plan for that. Sharice constantly talks about active management of your money. And a 401k on its own really doesn't do that. Give us a call and let's get that 401k working for you in your retirement years. 833-368-3680 is our number. Again, 833-368-3680 or online at zinniawealth.com, Z-I-N-N-I-A wealth.com and click on that box that says complimentary retirement consultation and you'll be on your way. We're going to take a break and when we come back, it is that time of year. We're starting to think about tax returns. Well, let's think about tax returns, not just this April 15th, but all the April 15ths to come. Talk a little bit about taxes coming up next on Retirement Coffee Talk. Hello again and welcome to Retirement Coffee Talk with Sharice Rivers at Zinnia Wealth. Online, you can find us at ZinniaWealth.com and we hope that you do. Okay, we are in January and here's what's going to happen over the next two weeks. You're going to get your 1099s, you're going to get your W-2 forms, and you're going to say, I think I'm going to get a refund this year. So you're going <laughs> to rough out your taxes, you're going to go down and you're going to buy your software and you're going to figure it all out. Or... You're going to say, I have to pay every year, so why should I do that now? I'll wait till April the 14th and a half, <laughs> right? <laughs> which is what you usually do. <laughs> All right. So, Sharice, people in retirement have a whole different viewpoint of taxes than when we are in our working years. So if we are writing checks, and I'm one of them, I have to write a check every year to Uncle Sam, how can I limit that or stop that in my retirement year? Let's talk a little bit about tax planning in retirement. So there's only so many things you can do once you're in retirement when it comes to tax planning, but each and every little move you make does count for your future. I truly believe that. If it's not your future, it's the legacy you'll be passing on. Mm. I do worry about taxes in the future, right? Um, When they expire here in the next couple of years. And what does that mean for us? Uh, Possible standard deductions going down, right? Mm -hmm. Possible tax brackets going up, thresholds changing. Nevertheless, we need to work on a tax plan because there truly is no real investment plan or income plan or retirement plan without figuring out the tax plan first. Because we can say, hey, yeah, we're going to average you 7% a year for the next 10 years. We're going to double your money. But what does that even mean? If it's all in IRAs and it's all fully taxable and your RMDs just went from $40,000 a year to $80,000 a year as taxes are on the rise. So it's 
important when we start creating these plans for our clients, Randy, that we talk about what is the ultimate goal? Is the goal to leave the legacy tax-free or to try to have income tax-free? And the big thing for today, people say, I, I want to pay less in taxes now. And I'd really like to leave that legacy tax-free. I'm hearing that more and more and more. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's incredible. It's like it's so generous of people. I think because I see that um, line in the sand where, you know, their poor kids are going to be hit with a, a massive amount of taxes if they're not. And taxes are on sale right now. So what are some ways to start being tax savvy, depending on what your goals and wishes are? Let's do an example. Um, let's say you have a million dollars and all of it is in a 401k. And let's say you're, I don't know, 65 years old right now. And you have a nice social security and pension. And you say, Sharice, risk all the money because we don't have to have it safe because we want our money to double and triple for the next 30 years, right? Mm -hmm. Yet it's all IRA money. And most people forget, yeah, we want our money to double and triple. But what happens if you have a nice pension, you have a nice social security, and you don't need to take any distributions out of that retirement account? Well, if you're 65 now, by the time you're 75, that's probably going to be the new RMD rule where you are forced to pull money out of those IRAs. And let's say that million dollars does double to $2 million. If that IRA was still only a million in 10 years, well, and you had to pull money out for your required minimum distributions, because right now the age is 73 where you're forced to pull money out of your IRAs. But if it is 75 and you have 10 years, your money does double. Well, at a million dollars, let's say easy, fast numbers, you'll have to pull 40 grand out. But if your money doubles in 10 years, well, now you pull $80,000 out. And if you already have a nice social security check, you already have a lovely pension, and now you have to pull $80,000 out because your money did such a good job and doubled, you're probably going to pull those dollars out kicking and screaming. I know. Mm -hmm. I do this for a living on the daily. And nobody mm -hmm. likes doing that. So <laughs> would it make more sense right now to take that million dollars and consider a 10-year plan to start converting some of the IRAs over to a Roth slowly. Maybe the goal is only to roll over half of it, that, of that million. So that would be $50,000 a year for the next 10 years before you were required to pull money out. The beauty of that strategy is, and like I said, this is not cookie cutter. Not everybody should be doing this. Do not follow my wisdom. Please come in and see me first for compliance purposes. But now... Maybe our money has doubled and half of our money is in a Roth IRA, which is tax-free. You're never forced to pull money out because Uncle Sam says you have to. And to you, if you decide to live on any of it, it's tax-free. If you pass it on to as a legacy, it's tax-free. And the other half of your money is still in an IRA. And yeah, you do have to pull those required minimum distributions out of that account, but it's the pain is not as bad, Right. And in, in retirement, when you're managing money, not all your money should be incredibly risky. So if you're going to have any money risky, Randy, it would be the Roth IRA and you'd keep the regular IRA conservative because mm -hmm. we really don't want the IRA to double and triple because that's our biggest taxable tax bomb we have. Okay. I'd rather keep the Roth IRA, the riskiest account we have in the stock market, if you're going to have risk and let that thing double and triple 
tax-free to you and your heirs, right? So there's a little, you got to kind of compile these different strategies with different dollars and different rhymes and reasons, honestly. So you've said to me in the past and said something called the widows and kiddos penalty. Mm -hmm. So if I'm going to pass money down to my wife, if I pass, she gets that money and there's no taxes there. But when my kids get the money, there are taxes there. And the one thing about kids, you may have really responsible, financially responsible kids, or you may not. But if let's say it's that million dollars that you talk about, Sharice, and mm -hmm. you have two kids and each one is going to get five hundred thousand dollars. Well, the tax bite on that could be as much as 40 percent. So be. when your kids get five hundred thousand dollars, and Uncle Sam takes a big old chunk of it, and they say, well, it's $300,000, not $500,000. They don't care because they just got $300,000. But you're rolling over in your grave because mm -hmm. you just gave Uncle Sam $400,000. Mm. And that doesn't make me happy in my grave. <laughs> no. And Randy, I, I have to stop you there for a second because there is a widow's penalty and a kiddo's penalty. And even though the, the Roth IRA would go to you tax-free and the IRA, you don't have to pay taxes on, you still have to pull an RMD out, of course. Yeah. But you do have a heavier tax burden, believe it or not, because now you're filing single, uh, right? Yes, yes. So your taxes almost double. So you are hit with a tax burden, not on the dollars you inherit, but on your income you've been living on because wow. now you're not filing jointly, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a whole nother ball game. So that's why we call it widow's penalty. But then, so now when you're a widow or widower or you're, you're single, you know, you're, you're already paying way more taxes than you should be. So that's a stinker there. But then now the tax penalty, this gets wrapped up and goes straight to the kiddos and your beneficiaries. That's where yeah. the kiddos penalty is because you're right now telling us, Randy, that the tax bill to the kiddos could be 40%. But, you know, what if it was more, yeah. right? I mean, that's being kind of nice considering the debt and the issues we're having on our planet right now. And um, the debt clock. I mean, you just look at all of that. I mean, it could be way worse than that. that. To me, that's a conservative number. But to give... 400 grand of your million to Uncle Sam is <sighs> disgusting. Well, that's one of the things that the, the congressmen and the senators are constantly playing with is the inheritance rules. You hear this all the time. And they've gone back and forth just in the time that you and I have been doing this show over the last 10 years or so. Those rules have changed a lot. They change mostly statewide and not necessarily federally. But still, the, the they play with that money because Uncle Sam wants a piece of your inheritance. Right. So, you know, I know that we're not talking about Christmas time now because we're through the, the first of the year. But don't be bad Santa, okay? <laughs> be good Santa. Send your kids tax-free money when you leave this earth and have a plan for it. And, and Cherise, this is where, you know, you talk about asset protection trusts and mm -hmm. you talk about legacy planning and having the right legal documents in place. These are really an important part of financial planning, aren't they? Every single little piece of it is very important to me because eventually you're going to get caught up in it. You might just put your head in the sand right now and like, oh, I don't have to worry about it. That's what, 20 years from now uh, before I pass away or 30 years or maybe, I mean, no, you can't be like that because we don't know when our, we're going to take our last breath on this, this earth. And you got to plan now because you're going to either leave a big hazard for your kiddos or your, your, your spouses or you can do something really kind and plan and implement something that just leaves more um, stress-free income or stress-free tax bills in the future. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So I'm a big candidate of being proactive 
and you know the the investment plan, the tax plan, and the estate plan. You can't go without one of them because they they all are going to equal the same thing because somebody's getting your money, yeah. and we want to get it to the most efficient way possible, the least amount to the attorneys, the least amount to Uncle Sam. And yeah, we got to pay a little now, but if you spread out that bill and that liability to get it into more of a tax-free zone and you do it slowly, you'll see the compounding nature of it. And you're just like, wow, this was easier than I thought, Sharice. I'm glad we started this. I want to do a little bit more. And then one day, let's say eight years from now or seven or five years, we don't know when, let's say taxes just bombard us and they double for some crazy reason. Well, I might say, hey, we, we got to let the lever go for a little bit because now it's not worth doing this conversion, right? Uh-huh. So we take advantage of it when the times are good because the times are good right now when it comes to the taxes. Um, but unfortunately, they won't be that wonderful to us for too much longer. Well, I know a lot of you have already broke your New Year's resolutions. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> but if you've made a financial New Year's resolution, maybe it's, hey, I'm finally going to sit down and talk to a retirement planner or... I've got my investments kind of nailed down, but I sure haven't sat down and talked to somebody about, you know, asset protection trusts and and the legal papers like powers of attorney and uh, medical directives and things like that. These are really important things and certainly things that you're going to sit down and talk to Sharice about as you have your meeting about your retirement. That's that's a part of financial planning your future. And it's a way to protect your money. That's the way everybody wants to protect their money. That's another way to protect your money. Give us a look on our website, ZinniaWealth.com, Z-I-N-N-I-A Wealth.com, or use uh, our number, 833-368-3680, 833-368-3680. Well, we're uh, not too far away from the Super Bowl now, and Kansas City is one of the teams that is uh, under consideration there. Well, One of the big stars for Kansas City is Travis Kelsey. And Travis Kelsey, when he got his very first paycheck, kind of blew it. (laughs) And uh, we're going to hear what Travis Kelsey did with his money and how we can learn from that coming up next on Retirement Coffee Talk. Welcome back to Retirement Coffee Talk with Sharice Rivers at Zinnia Wealth. Online, you can find us at ZinniaWealth.com or give us a call at 833-368-3680. If it's time to talk about your retirement, if this is the year you retire or you're thinking about retirement, give us a call, 833-368-3680. All right, even if you're not a football fan, you probably know the name Travis Kelsey. Why? Because he's dating Taylor Swift. It's everywhere. Yes. And she's at all the games. So Mm -hmm. she gets more, I I swear, she gets more time on camera than the quarterback gets on. (laughs) But anyway, uh, Travis Kelsey has a brother who plays in the NFL, too. His name is Jason. Jason has a podcast. And they got to sitting down and talking about their very first paycheck. And Mm. Travis got $600,000 on his first paycheck. And he's like, what, 24 years old? Wow. What did he do with his money? 
He kind of blew it. I had my eyes on a pair of size 13 Nike Air Mag Marty McFly's, the coolest shoes that I'd ever seen in my life. You bought those your rookie year? Yeah. As soon as I got my check, I immediately went online and sourced them. I have nothing else to show for that first check. I remember you asking me after like my first or second year, like, hey, what are you doing with your money? And I'm like, I'm kind of broke right now. You you didn't have a great answer. But yeah, no, the dumbest thing I ever bought with my rookie money, um, bottles in the club i spent way too much money in clubs and i was avoiding the rent lady because i was so stupid to uh agree to all the all those bottles (laughs) six hundred thousand dollars and he doesn't have enough to pay rent Uh, by the way those tennis shoes i looked him up ten thousand dollars i don't i i just don't get that i mean even if all the money in the world Ten thousand dollars? Like no, like no. I know. All right, uh, so uh, we can't relate to that. I mean, none of of us can relate to that. Here's what I think we can relate to: is this: when you retire, you're probably going to have (laughs) more money in your accounts than you've ever had in your entire life. Good point. Now, Sharice, when people walk into retirement, are they really hesitant and say, "This money has to last me twenty five years. I'm not going to spend it," or Look at all that dough. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> they are definitely not thinking the way these boys are okay. thinking. They okay. are definitely more scared to overspend, really? actually. But don't forget, our baby boomers are quite the anomaly, right? Yeah. They they were the ones that saved. They clipped coupons. They, they drove, I don't know, maybe a Chevy Cavalier mm-hmm. if they were really spending some money, right? And... They got the kids off to college and they were just great spenders. They knew not to sell when the market crashed to sit it out till we retire. And, you know, they've been through a bunch of crashes too. And then they watch their parents go through stuff. So they're very um, cautious and hesitant okay. to spend their money. I, I have yet, I've maybe in all these years met two people that were like, yeah, I'm ready to spend this fast and quick. <laughs> like, and I'd be like, all right, let's just make sure we can. And they could obviously, but, uh-huh. but, most people are hesitant because they know that they don't get a paycheck anymore. They're not working for the check anymore. They, they can't go do overtime for that check, right? So they're on a fixed income and there's nothing scarier in life, Randy, yeah. than knowing you are on a fixed income. And the only way you can get more money is if you go get a job and at 60 and 65 years old, that ain't happening most of the time, right, right? right? So it's a very emotional, psychological time in people's lives. And they, they, they actually spend less money. And so what I've learned out of all these years, I'm like, why are so many people spending less money when they could spend actually a little bit more, especially during their go-go years? And what I just learned over time is that people are just scared to spend their money. They're such good savers. They actually have a hard time spending and so that's why we created a, the income plan and we started talking about the go-go years and it's okay to spend more. We probably get people to spend about an average of 20 to 30% more of their saved money than they would if they would have done it on their own. Mm-hmm. And, and if they didn't spend it, yes, that just means more money left over as a legacy. But a lot of people are like, no, but I do want to live out my golden years. Why? I still have my house. I still want to do all this stuff. And so we're basically giving permission to do that. Right. But you got to see it on paper. And if you don't see it just right and you can't bob and weave and play with the software 
it's not going to leave you feeling really good in condition. So well, this is why we did that. If if I sat down with you and said, okay, Sharice, how much, if, if you plan it, I'm going to live to 92. Okay. Mm-hmm. How much am I going to have left over when I'm 92? And you looked at me and said, $750,000. I'd go, I need to go spend more money. <laughs> <laughs> I do that. I do, it's interesting because um, I'll just tell you one of our, our clients, they're not a client yet, but they came in, we did the income plan. Okay. And they have uh, 1.5 million and based on the income plan. And remember our income plans, we start them out very pessimistically. We fluff nothing. We're not going to be showing you 7% returns. We're not even showing you 5% returns. (laughs) What we're finding is that when we're front loading retirement and then we pull back the reins in 10 to 15 years based on the investment plan and the tax plan and everything we've built in all the while they're collecting income. If somebody had a million dollars, 25 years later, they still have a million, but legally I'm not allowed to really tell you how much they have, but a lot of them have a whole lot more than that. Right. So they've, they've been able to live a a wonderful lifestyle retirement, still have the money that they started with at minimum, right. Unless they start overspending or some massive emergencies come up. Right. I mean, that's a different story, but it's nice to, to show people that. And people are like, okay, so based on this pessimistic viewpoint, I can live on my money and I can live on more than I had intended to before I walked in here. I said, yes. All right. Let me give you another scenario here. And that is this for many people as they go into retirement, it's kind of like the finish line. I got there. I'm done with work. I'm going to kick back and relax. I'm going to travel a little bit. Uh, I've been looking forward to this for a long time. Then there's people like Sharice type a go, 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 go. When I get to retirement, I'm going to start a new business. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to be a yoga instructor. I'm going to do all these different things. And they're going to start, as you refer to it, as chapter two, their second act. Their encore career. Their encore career. They're going to go out there and they're going to plan something brand new and take a big new step. And that big new step might take some funding. So now all of a sudden we're opening up a whole new can of worms for a person who's decided to have a different kind of retirement. Uh-huh. Talk to me about that. <laughs> it happens all the time here, actually. Um, it's very interesting. I, I get very similar people to me that come in and I had a couple who are they have two businesses and they're like, we're so done. We want to enjoy retirement and we want to sell our businesses. And then couple number two says, Hey, I just sold my business and I want to buy a business. (laughs) (laughs) I want, I want to do some stuff. Like it's so funny. So we got to bob and weave, but I usually know before somebody retires, if they really do want to do another business, we want to make sure those funds are ready, set, go for that. When they're ready to turn on that, that car key, they, they can. Right. So, um, there's so many different ways to go about retirement and some people just want to keep going, going, going. I had a 78 year old in here still managing his own money, still doing side gigs. Uh, he's an engineer and I was so impressed, but he's just, you know, he didn't act 78 and look 78 and there's something to the to keep on going that keeps you going. Maybe, I don't know. Um, but he was also enjoying retirement. He was taking trips and that kind of stuff. So everybody has their own take to retirement. You got to figure out what you want to do in retirement and there's no FOMO going on and you know, you're retired, you get to do what the heck you want and you can get rid of the whole fear of missing out of things because now it's your turn. Let, let somebody else have FOMO and you enjoy your retirement and do that very thing that you've always wanted to do, whether it's a new 
career that's totally different than what you've always done. Or maybe it's just cruising the world, or maybe it's just, you know, spending time with the kids and traveling in your RV. There's so many ways you can do retirement. We just want to make sure you do it right. We want to make smart choices so we don't have a hazardous domino effect over the next 10 and 20, 30 years. So we, we need to get to know you. Yeah, I have a good friend who's uh, in her early 50s, and she says she's going to retire before she's 60, and she's going to open up a coffee shop. I love it. In Spain. Ooh, even better. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's ambitious, but that's the kind of person that she is. And yeah. everybody's got a different idea of what retirement is. You have your own idea. You've got the things that you want to do. That's what we want you to come to the meeting with. What is it that you want to do in retirement? Then we have that discussion. Then we sit down and say, okay, what have we done to save for retirement? Now, do those two things match up? And if they don't, let's see if we can get them to match up. Give us a look on our website. We'll have the meeting. It is at no charge. We call it a complimentary retirement consultation. If you go to our website, zinniawealth.com, Z-I-N-N-I-A wealth.com, you'll see that gold box. Just click on that. We'll ask you a little information there, and our team will reach out to you. Or right now, you can reach out to us, 833-368-3680, 833-368-3680. Let's just get a date on a calendar and go from there. Sharice, that's all the time we have on this one. I'll give you the last word. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in. Stay strong with those New Year's resolutions, <laughs> whether it's financially or fitness-wise. I know it's tough right there in the mid of our January. I'm pushing hard myself. And thank you again for taking the time to listen to our radio show. Um, if you miss anything, you can tune into our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Apple, you name it, we're there for you. And you can also go to our website. And as usual, live by design and not by default. And we'll see you here next week. This has been Retirement Coffee Talk. To find out more about how the strategies we've discussed on this program can build the retirement you've been wanting, call Zinnia Wealth at 352-368-3680 or visit us online at zinniawealth.com. Sharice Rivers is an investment advisor representative of Zinnia Wealth Advisory, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Sharice Rivers is licensed in your state, please contact their office. Zinnia Wealth Advisory, LLC is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Sharice Rivers, NPN Insurance License Number 8718011.